Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I leverage credit all day. I go get everything I want, need, and got to have. And this is a concept that people understand. This is how powerful credit is. You can get approved for over $100,000 line of credit before you can go make $100,000. You know what I mean? So while you out here struggling, trying to work your job day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, and you're trying to save money, you're doing, you're doing this thing backwards. You're hustling, you're, backwards. you're hustling backwards. And see, you talked about, you know, mentorship and people not understanding the value and people look at it as a scam. Well, scams to me stands for still confused about money. They're confused. They don't understand how money works. They don't get it. Did you know that seven out of 10 credit reports have an error on them? Many people have bad credit and believe that it's their fault that their credit is the way it is and that the responsibility is on them to actually fix it. But what if I told you that the laws actually work in your favor? And if you understand the laws, then you can credit your way to wealth. That's a bar. Listen, our next guest is going to give you everything you need to know to get excellent credit in no time, the right way, the ethical way, the way that's gonna help you build wealth for generations to come. Let's get it. Pay attention and listen, me about to teach class. Inside the vault, my man adds cash. So get your man right, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You see him and change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth and knowledge network. So get it while you can and extend it right
right, y'all, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the number one financial literacy show that's going to help you create the life that you want to help you live in abundance and create that six or seven figure business and generational wealth. Today, we have a powerful show for you because when you understand how money works, when you understand wealth, when you understand how credit can help you build wealth for generations, then you will know why you need to watch this episode more than once, share it with your friends, share it with your mom and them, your sister and them, all of them. We got my guy Dion in the building. Good, bro. What up, my G? How you, man? I'm all good, I can't complain. Yo, man. I'm excited about this show because I've been a, a financial educator for over a decade. Yeah. Um, have been beating the drum on, you know, how credit can help you build wealth. You got a, a methodology, a new methodology <laughs> that even for me as a seasoned yeah. financial educator, when you told I was, it blew my mind. Yeah. And so y'all, yo, listen, I, I promise you, I'm not, I'm not hyping it up. I promise you, when he dropped this gem. Y'all going to go crazy. Y'all going to be like, yo, where has Dion been all my life? But before we even get all there, who is Dion Coopwood? Man, so Dion, uh, man, I'm a mindset, financial literacy uh, coach. And I just help people unlock their six-figure year with, you know, coaching for me and just helping them tap into the right mindset and understanding financial literacy so that way they can take themselves to the next level. Born and raised in the south side of Chicago, Shout out to my Chicago people out there, or even my Gary, Indiana people out there, right, right? Just shout out to everybody from the south side of Chicago, because growing up in Chicago, we understand that it's, it, it wasn't easy. Um, you know, life just necessarily wasn't fair. I grew up in a broken home, you know? Didn't have, you know, my dad, no relationship there. Probably met about four or five times, to be honest with you, Ash. And uh, I just was the type of individual that I wasn't going loud. That situation or that circumstance, you know, stopped me from being able to achieve the level of success that I felt like I deserved mm. within me as an individual, right? Yeah. And so, man, I just said that I was going to give life all I got because mm. I deserved a lot, yeah. you know? And so with that being said, now I'm, I'm, I fast forward my life, even though I didn't have a relationship with a man growing up and somebody to show me the way, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going loud. That situation to really motivate and inspire me to be the best father figure, to be the best, you know, individual that I can be to my family. So now, you know, married man, yes, um, three kids and uh, taking care of my mom at the exact same time. And so life has been good. And as you always say, life has been abundant. That's so right. that's who I am. And that's where I come from, brother. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo love your energy, love your enthusiasm, love your story. Yeah. Um, because I feel like a lot of people who grow up in similar yeah. situations, you know, they give up. They don't have yep. that fortitude, that fortitude uh, to have them keep going. Like, like, what was it in you that said, "Yo, I gotta, yo, I gotta push past this though"? Like, I'm, like, I'm not gonna be a, uh, you know, a, a, a victim of my circumstance. Yeah, you know, to be honest, man, I think it was the way my mom uh, raised me. Yeah, she always raised me in the church. You know, taught me to be a believer. Yeah, and so just those foundational principles, you know, as a child growing up, it stuck with me. Yeah. It stuck with me, and I said, you know, as long as I can believe and I can achieve, yeah. as long as I can see it, I can achieve. It. I could be it, you yeah. know what I mean? And so I just was like, you know what? I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to stay motivated. I'm going to stay inspired. And at times when people didn't believe me, they gave up on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, no, I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And so here I am. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be all yeah. good, right? Yeah. So I just I just stay to believe. And I think that that's the biggest piece that means a lot of people are missing is that they don't tap into that foundation, mm. right? I think a lot of 
a lot of life is really about the fundamentals. Yeah. And we are taught a lot of fundamentals as we we're growing up, and we forget some of those things that we're taught from our mom and people that raised us or who taught us to do things the right way. And we kind of, like you said, we we allow people to sway us. We allow people to convince us to not have that right mindset, to keep going and just continue to stay motivated and inspired. And so for me, I'm like, I'm going to keep those principles intact that mom's taught me, and you know, it, it carried a lot of weight. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I'm a hooper, you a hooper, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ain't played D1 though. You played D1. Little ball, yeah. You know what I mean? Little ball. Talk to us a little bit about the parallels between the discipline that that basketball professionals, you know, yep. sports in general teaches you, and being successful as yep. an entrepreneur in business. Yep. Yeah, those two really go hand in hand. And the reason why is because me playing basketball, it taught me one principle that everybody needs. You, need, you gotta be coachable. Yeah, ooh. Like, you gotta be coachable. Yeah. And so that principle alone by, you know, when a coach say run to play, yeah. I gotta run to play. Yeah. Otherwise, I gotta sit down and I can't enjoy what it is that I'm good at doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Ooh. And so, you know, me growing up and having- Wait, 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 hey, hold on, don't miss that. <laughs> don't miss that, no, that's a bar. Yeah. Look at the camera and tell, say that again, say that again, <laughs> now that's a bar. Yeah, like that That principle, you know, of playing basketball, you know, and growing up, and I, I, I mean, I'm to my head, coach after coach after coach, and I remain coachable. You know, and so just being coachable and having that principle, you know, growing up in life, that's the piece that allowed me to stay in the game and run the play because when you could be coachable, I mean, it's like, like your lifestyle is limitless because when you got people in your life that has, you know, played the game, most page, most coaches has played the game. Yeah, yeah. Most coaches have played the game. And so now that they can be a coach, they can actually teach you how to run the plays that allow them to be successful and win because most coaches are winners. Yeah. Like if you look at the coaches around the NBA, college and things of that nature, most of those individuals have won in the game of life, in the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah. And so all they're doing is they're giving back to the individuals who are now playing now and who eventually are going to be coaches. Yeah. So if you want to, you know, start up as a player and, you know, make great money and, you know, do things, whether it be basketball, whether it be rapper, entrepreneur, entrepreneur as long as you can be coachable, Ash, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm going to tell you. If you could be coachable, just in those foundational principles of life, yeah. you could go anywhere because, again, yeah, most coaches was players. Mm -hmm. You're going to go from a player to a coach. Yep. You can go for a, from a coach to be an owner. Yep. Because as you become a coach and you're actually successful there, you get to sit in the skybox, man. Mm -hmm. You get to watch the game from where it's played at now. Mm -hmm. So people got to understand that when you when you're looking to get into something, if you can be coachable, yeah. you can go a long way. Yo, I love that you said that because I think that a lot of times people are trying to figure out what others have already figured out yeah. to try to do it different yeah. and doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. And, you know, the number one uh, thing that I've seen is that it's always the broke people yeah. and who are not willing, number one, to pay, yeah. right? To pay to be coached. Mm. Um, it's always the broke people who... Um, who think things are scams, who are not willing to, oh you know, invest in themselves, but it's the people that's getting to it, you know what I'm saying, who are willing to invest in themselves, right? So like, you know, you know, you and I, right? We we met through Neo's Mastermind, yeah. like, yep. right? Yep. And so when I think of of, you know, Neo's Mastermind, that's a pretty penny to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to to you know to to join into yeah. to the mastermind. But the truth of the matter is that you know, once you are in these spaces, not only have you now qualified yourself to be around other movers and shakers, right? Yes, yes. You know, you know, when you think about uh what what Hove said, Hove said, 
Meet me at the at, at the table, mm. the one that starts a G up. Yeah. Yeah. That way, no fraud willies, yeah. silly, yeah. gambling their rig up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so for y'all who don't understand what he's saying, he's saying, yo, I don't want to gamble with the dudes yeah. who are who are gambling their re-up or gambling money that they don't have. Yeah. Yo, meet me at the table, the one that starts a, a G up, a yeah. thousand or better. Yep. Right? Because yep. once once I'm at that table, mm. I know that the, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. willing to bet on themselves, yeah. right? So yeah. how how important is? I mean, you talked about being coachable, but yeah. how important is mentorship? Even when you reach a certain level of success, how important is ongoing mentorship? Uh, you said something that that hit me. You said you talked about paying how we had to pay for the mentorship, right? Yeah. With Neil, the the concept and Neil talks about this all the time. Those who don't pay, they don't pay attention. Mm. That's and that's true. Exactly. Like, you know, I, I got family members that come to me and they look at my success and they say, Well, man, can you mentor me? And I tell them the price. Yeah. And they 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 look at me and it's disrespectful to me because yeah. I understand that they don't understand that if I gave you my mentorship for free and I spent all day with you, like I do with my mentors, right? Yeah. You're not gonna pay attention because you didn't pay nothing. Yeah. But if I say, hey, if, if I mentor you like how Neil said, yo, I'll mentor you guys, but here's the cost. Mm -hmm. We looked at the price tag and we didn't, we didn't question it because we understood mentorship. Yeah. So when somebody had to look at something and say, well, if this, this may be my last. Yeah. So if I spend my last on mentorship, then I got to pay attention because I need to get a return on my investment. Yeah. So when you pay, you pay attention, right? And see, you talked about, you know, mentorship and people not understanding the value and people look at it as a scam. Well, scam to me still stands for still confused about money. They're confused. They don't understand how money works. They don't get it. Because, you know, I paid to be in Neo's mentorship program, right? right? right, right. And it's like, the, the return on the investment I got, I'm not going to even talk numbers, but it's silly. Yeah. It don't even make any sense. Yeah. But I knew my value and I knew my worth and I knew Neo's value, I knew his worth because to me, price is only an issue in the absence of value. Oof. I knew that the, I knew that Neo was valuable. I watched him. I looked at the receipts. Yeah. I looked at the track record. I yeah. said, he's where I want to go. Yeah. So this is what mentorship really means to me. And I talk about this all the time, Ash. But people, I think it still go over their head like luggage. They don't get it. So this is what mentorship means to me. Ash, if you were- That's that Chicago slick talk. Yeah. I, I caught all of it. But <laughs> you got you got Pick up what I'm putting down. Let's go. Look, so my thing is this. If Ash is going to travel right now, you can't take a plane. You got to go four states over. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to use something like a navigation or GPS or something, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. If you get on a plane, the flight attendant and the co-pilot and the pilot, they probably are connected because they know we got to go from here to here. Even though it's a plane, we still going to use navigation, right? Yeah. Why do we use navigation, Ash? Why do we why do we use navigation to go from where we get to where we're trying to go? Why? Because we, we, we need direction. We, we, we want the easiest way, the fastest route to get to there. Ash, you just explained mentorship. Mm. People don't understand when you're when you're at point A and you're trying to get to point B, you gotta tap into a mentor who has been where you at. Yeah. And they currently are where you're trying to go. Mm. And they're gonna get you that, like you just said, the GPS get you that the fastest. Mm -hmm. It gets you that the safest. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's the best, it's the best thing that you got. Like mentorship is like a cheat code to life. Yeah. yeah. So when I knew I said, look, when I tap into Neil, I'm going, I'm going to pay whatever it costs to be the boss. Yeah. I'm going to pay because I need somebody to navigate me from point A yeah. to point B. That's my GPS system. So everybody got to understand and know that a, a, a mentor is just like a GPS system. Mm -hmm. It's nothing short of it. So yeah. if we if we trust the GPS system yeah. to get us from point A to point B, the yeah. safest, the most efficient, and the most cost efficient, why don't you look at a mentor the same way? So mm -hmm. that's how I look at mentorship. Mm -hmm. nah, I love that. And so, so talk to us about your mentorship program, right? Yep. Yep. Dominate the decade. Yep. Talk to us about that. 
Well, see, what I do is I teach people a lot of concepts in regards to financial literacy, similar to yourself, but I teach everything underneath the sun, personal credit, business credit, business funding, trade lines, manufacturer spending. I mean, I'm teaching my mentees the concept and the way of life in regards to, like you said, if you're not tapped into credit, then you you not you can't possibly tap into wealth. Yeah. And I and I understand that people that are living with bad credit, they're putting themselves in a situation so where every single day they're making money making decisions uh -huh. and it's costing them because everything that we do is normally costing us from an interest rate perspective. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two of our biggest purchases in life is an automobile. Uh -huh. That's expensive. Yeah. And that and that depreciates with value, right? Yeah. And then you got a house, which appreciates with value, mm -hmm. but your house and your car is one of our biggest expenses in life yeah. and it costs us money. But people not understanding that if you got bad credit, you're going to pay 10 times more than a person with good credit. Exactly. Then when you go in there with bad credit, they like, yo, your credit is bad. You got a bad interest rate. We want money down. Like they they sticking it to you. Right. Rather than you having good credit and you put yourself in a good position. So this is what I'm teaching my mentees because the reality is that 9 out of 10 people don't understand financial. They don't have the basics and the understanding of the concepts of how money works. Yeah. And financial literacy is big in the industry because... Ain't no schools really teaching. No, the kids ain't learning in the school. You ain't learning in no university. And so they're teaching stuff that we can't really apply when we come out. Yeah. You know, we, I, I tell my mentees all the time, the investment that you just made into my mentorship program is going to be the best for you. And they say, well, make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And they already understand it because obviously you got to have the right mindset to make that type of investment. But I tell them, I say, listen, you guys are not going to spend four years with me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to give me a hundred grand mm -hmm. and you're not going to come up out of here and not make no money. Yeah. That's what that's normally what a university does to people. You there for four years. Yeah. You done gave them a hundred grand. Yeah. And you graduating with a degree that you can't even really apply. Yeah. You know what I mean? You at Walmart and Walgreens, you yeah. trying to figure it out because life said, here's the bills. Mm. And you now you're a mom or you're a dad or you're a parent and you got real bills and real life is happening. Yeah. But then you get into a mentorship program like mine, yours, Neo's, people that's out here that I would consider what's called entrepreneurs, mm. entrepreneur educators, and yeah. we're giving people the game because we we've done it. Yeah. We, we've had failures, we've had successes, and we put together a system that works for you. Systems stand for save yourself some time, energy, and money. Ooh. And we're giving them a system. So in Dominate the Decade, you got a system yeah. that you're able to plug yourself into, yeah. and you give me 30 to 90 days with you, yeah. and I'm showing you how to literally come up out of the program, and you can make, you, you want five figures a month, six figures a month, it's up to you, because you can't just come in the program and be note-takers. Mm. You got to come in and be action-takers, too. Mm. You know I mean? love that. Yo, too much heat, y'all. Listen, I told you it's gonna get hot in here, bro. It's gonna get hot. It's gonna get hot. So you blew my mind. We was talking behind the scenes, and you blew my mind when you talked about this new credit system. Yep, yep. That you are implementing. You're helping others implement. Called Metro Two. Yep. Yo, yo, yo. Listen, take before we get here. Get a piece of paper. Get a pen. Write this down, because yep. Metro 2 is going to change your life. Yep. yep. Talk to us, bro. Got you. Yeah, so most people, when they're going through the credit repair process, you know, they're doing what's called factual dispute. And, and, it's, and it works. And you, you get results. But what I end up finding out is that um, when I started to get into the industry, I was like, it's got to be another way. And what I found out it was that it was another way. And you and said I, factual dispute. Factual dispute and is what does normally that mean? factual dispute is where an individual either says that the accounts on a consumer credit profile do or don't belong to, they don't assume no responsibility, or they say that the accounts on the credit profile is probably not factual, has some inaccuracies or or misguided or inappropriate information, and maybe there's really no true ownership. And so I don't have to own it as long as I don't state ownership. Then based upon factual dispute and saying that these items don't belong to me, mm -hmm. I can get a. 
removed, right? Got it, got it. But a lot of times what ended up happening is, and I found out this the hard way when I first got into the industry, that it's a lot of back and forth, right? Mm. And so even though that's just the normal way of doing it, and that's the that's the only one legal way in order to properly repair a person's credit, when you take that national credit exam, you learn that. You, they say, hey, listen, what is the only one legal way? It's called factual disputing. Mm. But what p people don't know is, again, information will change your financial situation. Mm -hmm. I, I was educated on the concept called Metro 2. Mm -hmm. And what Metro 2 is, it's a concept of where, you know, the, the consumer has a better chance at getting items removed and deleted off their consumer credit profile. Because what happens is, is the, the credit bureaus, they put together this compliance law. Mm -hmm. And the compliance law back in 1997 stated that if a item on a consumer credit profile does not meet certain standards, it's not ethically right, morally right, or legally right based upon how it should be reported based upon compliance, then it can't be reported. Mm. So see, Ash, when we send in letters to the credit bureau, we thinking that somebody's sitting there and they're emotional and they reading these letters, right? Mm. Ain't nobody, they not doing that. Yeah. You got to think it's millions of letters that are being sent in every single day, every single week. Yeah. So when the letter come in, somebody manually opens the letter and they feed it into this machine called eOscar. Mm. And so Metro 2 compliance, and people could Google this. Google what's eOscar, Google what's Metro 2. Mm. Metro 2 is the compliance standard that eOscar was, was, was developed by. Mm. So when you feed a letter to eOscar, it's just a web-based coding machine. Mm. So all it's looking is for specific words, specific letters, and specific coding that is going back to determine whether an account can stay on a consumer credit profile or it got to be deleted. Mm. So when you feed that letter and that's a Metro 2 compliant letter, because the machine is going to say delete, 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 delete mm. because it's not compliant based upon my standard as a machine. Mm. So ain't no point of sending in a letter saying a dog ate my homework, right, right. I lost my job, I can't pay my bills. That's not going to work. Right. You need to send in a, a, a web-based compliant letter that's going to get the job done. So what I'm teaching my mentees is I'm giving them an actual system. Mm. I'm giving them an actual system and the system going to be in a book that, you know, obviously it'll be in the links in here, but I get them an actual system that literally does all the work for them though, Ash. Mm. They ain't even got to worry about how to put together the letter because most people, they come and they say, well, how am I going to put together these letters? How am I going to get these you know, items removed off my credit profile? The reality is that I give them an actual system that all they got to do is upload their credit report. Yeah. It's going to identify all of the negative items. All you got to do is hit generate items to be deleted. It's going to generate a letter. All you got to do is just mail it off. It's, mm -hmm. it's gone. Mm -hmm. And even the system that I give the people, you ain't even got to mail off the letters if you don't want to. You can hit a button and it'll mail your letters off too. Mm -hmm. This thing is crazy. And so just, just to unpack that a little bit, right? So, yep. you know, I stated earlier that seven out of 10 credit reports have errors on them, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of, you, you mentioned factual uh, reporting where mm -hmm. if, you know, you know, people are looking for those errors and, mm -hmm. and kind of using those yep. to get, you know, stuff removed off their credit report, right? Yep. But this new system, right, mm -hmm. Metro 2, is literally breaking down sort of like the, the the way that the credit bureaus want things to be reported. Mm -hmm. And if they're not reported in the way that it's supposed to be reported, whether it's right or wrong, Correct. right? Correct. Whether it's right or wrong, if it's not reported in a specific way, yep. then it has to be removed. Yep. So factual dispute, just like you said, we talking about going versus, we talking about whether the items are mine or not based upon factual nature of the account, inaccuracies, maybe the date is wrong or the amount is wrong. We talk about arguing with the bureau yeah. versus it's not compliant to be reported. Mm. We talking about, it, it's, I see it there, it's reported. I may or may not own the account. Yeah. I may or not have responsibility of the account. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. And I'm going to argue that I don't more than anything to get it based upon factual nature of the account. Yeah. But over here, we talking about the, the account can't even, it's in compliant to be reported. Mm. So how can you, 
We use it, we, we fight fire with fire. Right. They made the rule. I'm just teaching people the rule that they made to wow. use it against them. Wow. That's it. Wow. How important, you know, because there's a lot of uh, people who watch the show yep. who, you know, work a nine to five, yeah, yeah. who are, you know, looking to uh, either start a business to kind of get to that next level. How important is your personal credit mm -hmm. as it relates to, you know, starting a business? It's, it's very vital because most people, and this is a misconception that I deal with a lot, Ash, is that, People come to me and they say, hey, I want to start a business. I want to get business credit. I want to get business funding. But what they don't realize is that I just want to help the people mm -hmm. is that you got to have your personal credit in order because a lot of these financial institutions that you're going to to get your business started, to get these startup loans, to get this startup capital, they're looking at Ash as the individual to mm -hmm. determine rather what's your personal credit history look like. Mm -hmm. Can we really trust you as the business owner to handle this fifty dollars or $100,000 line of credit mm -hmm. to go ahead and go start the business? Because you got to think, most lines of credit, whether it's a credit card or a line of credit, these are unsecured lines of credit. Mm -hmm. So that means that there's no collateral backing them. Mm -hmm. So that means that if you go start an LLC today mm -hmm. and you go get a $100,000 line of credit tomorrow, mm -hmm. what's the likelihood of a person repaying it if things just don't work out? Right, right. It, There's no likelihood, yeah, right? So yeah. what they do is they want the individual to PG or what's considered personally guaranteed yeah. that business to in order to get that line of credit. So they say if the business default on that line of credit, as we're going to come for you to, for the money. We're going to put this now on your credit report right. so that way you can pay us back. Right. So personal credit is, is obviously is very important. Yeah. Now, you need to meet certain criteria and guidelines in order to make sure that you can actually support your business. But, I mean, that's a whole other story. But just to answer your question, yeah, yeah personal credit is, is huge. Yeah. It's huge. And, and, and how, how can somebody, like, build wealth with credit, yeah. right? Because yeah. I think that when we think about credit, I know majority of everyday people think about credit yeah. uh, just from a standpoint of, of buying the things that they want, that they can't afford, but they buy them now in yeah. advance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, myself as a financial educator, knowing and understanding credit, mm -hmm. there are ways to build wealth with credit. But if you could talk talk to our audience yeah. about those. See, what, see, again, we wasn't taught this kind of stuff at the dinner table. And so we don't understand how credit works. We don't understand that we need to get our credit in order. We need to go to the bank. We need to uh, leverage OPM, what we consider other people's money. We need to learn how to leverage other people's money. We need to go to the bank and be okay taking out a $100,000 line of credit. And then once we take out that $100,000 line of credit, and I'm going to say this because I don't want to uh, guide nobody in the wrong direction, but we need to learn how to essentially have a game plan in order for that money. I tell my mentees all the time, don't go to the bank and get a line of credit or don't go get a credit card with 0% APR for 12 months if you don't have a 12-month game plan. Right. But the reality is that if you got a business plan where you know you're going to go get some real estate, you're going to put some cars on Turo, you know, you're going to go do Airbnb, go get that line of credit. Stop trying to put yourself in a position where you're using your money you know, trying to fund your dreams or trying to fund your business. Now you run out of cash and then now, look, that's Ash Cash, you run out of cash, right? But then now you're in a situation where you can't keep your business going or your business has to get dissolved because you've run out of money. So essentially, building wealth with credit is essential and people don't understand it because I mean, I, when I tell you I leverage, I leverage credit all day, I go get everything I want, need, and got to have. And this is a concept that people understand. This is how powerful credit is. You can, you can get approved for over $100,000 line of credit before you can go make $100,000. You know what I mean? So while you out here struggling, trying to work your job day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, and you're trying to save money, you're doing, you're doing this thing backwards. You're hustling, you're, backwards. You're hustling backwards. Wait, wait, say that again. You said you could... Get approved. Yes. Say it one more time. You get approved for hundred thousand dollars in lines of credit before you can make a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. So then, if I if I can show you a way in less than ninety days to get a hundred thousand dollars in credit, yeah. that you can now go take and start two or three businesses and create yourself some residualized income. Mm -hmm. So now you take a hundred thousand from the bank. 
You go, let's just say you go get a real estate property that's got you $3,000 cash flow coming in. Mm. Then you go take another piece of that, you start a Turo fleet, and now you got $6,000 coming in. Mm. So now you you at a point where you got five to $10,000 a month coming in, mm. and now the bank said, hey, yo, on this $100,000 loan, we stretched you out. We gave you, let's just say, they gave you 82 months to pay it back. Mm. Something super small like a $1,500 month. No, mm. now you paying them back. We good. Right. We ain't tripping. Wow. It's the same concept when we go back. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with spot me and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Car. We don't get them forty, fifty, dollars $100,000 for the car. Yeah, yeah. When we go buy a house, we don't get them $100,000, 200000 for the house. Yeah. We say, hey, yo, I want to I take a loan out and I want you to finance this house and I'll pay you back monthly. Mm. It's the same thing when we start our business, Edge. We need to go to the bank and ask the bank for fifty, a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. Mm-hmm. After we've gotten our personal credit together, yeah. then we take those funds and we put that into our business and let the business generate us some money and we pay the back, the bank back slowly but surely. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and so I know there's a mindset though, yeah. right? Because a lot of people who may or may not understand personal credit. They carry over that same personal credit thought process <laughs> into business credit, but yeah. they're two separate animals. Uh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the differences between personal credit and business credit? Yeah, so um, essentially personal credit is everything that you go do that's considered a consumer credit transaction, where a consumer transaction is where you go out and on your individual name, you write down your name, your social security number. So that's a consumer transaction, right? Mm. When you go out and you do things in your business name, a, a business a transaction, that's normally an EIN number. Mm-hmm. you know, in your business and things of that nature with your Dun & Bradstreet and you got business credit, you got personal credit. So those two are two solely, totally different, different entities. Yeah. And people get it confused because Again, we're not taught these fundamentals when we start a business, when we're coming into things because we have our regular bank account. We don't have a business bank account. Mm-hmm. And so then when we start our business, we just probably got an EIN number. We don't have it really incorporated. Mm-hmm. We don't have our DUNS number together. We don't really have a lot of these fundamental principles in, get, in place. So what ends up happening there, Ash, is that we go out and we start a business and the money is coming in and it's going into our personal bank account and we're just u- using money and spending money, not realizing that there's a totally different ball game because... Personal credit, business credit, two totally different entities. They ain't going together. They shouldn't go together, but we got to mess together like glue when you got to divorce your business. Mm. You got to divorce yourself from your business. Your business have its own business bank account where money is going in there. You pay yourself as an LLC to the individual, and now you can, you know, do your taxes. It, the, the game gets crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I want to help people understand. Like you said, it's a difference between personal credit and business credit. Well, business credit, none of that stuff reports to your personal credit mm. profile mm. if you're doing it the right way, yeah. you know, unless you're a sole proprietor. If you running a real LLC, you running a real business the right way that it's supposed to be ran, then you got lines of credit. Similar, like me. Me and you, I'm pretty sure you got MX Platinum. Everything we do on it, that MX business 100%. Platinum, it's all over there. 100%. So now what ends up happening, just like when I just moved to Atlanta, I go to buy a house, they're looking at me like all they see is income. They see no liabilities. Mm-hmm. 
Because they like, they, you don't got no cars? Yeah. I don't have no cars. Oh. My business got cars. I don't have cars. 100%. Now, that's four cars in the driveway, 100%. but they ain't in my name. I, I have no ownership. But, but look, Ho said, it's the concept of owning nothing but controlling everything. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Facts. I don't own nothing. Yeah, it's facts. nothing. You could sue me. Sue yeah, me if you want exactly. to. You ain't getting that. Facts. It's all in the business name. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. Nah, that's a, that's a hundred percent, because I, I tell you, you know, I got, I got a, I got a nice car. But <laughs> right. I don't have a nice car. I don't have a nice LLC car. She got it, right? There you go. And, and and you know, that's the other. You know, you talked about like, you know, Amex, right? Yeah. Yo, I charge everything on the everything. Amex, right? And you know, it's such a blessing though mm -hmm. to be able to live off of points though. Yeah. Right. And I think that a lot of times people don't realize like, I like I don't. I, I cut my debit card up. I'm not charging nothing. I don't on know the debit what that card. is. I don't know what that is. Right? Yeah. Like, and a lot of people believe, like, yo, you know, there's there's people out here that convince you to like never use credit, um, and you missing out. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I use my points to fly. Yeah. I fly. I fly good. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I eat yeah. good. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Do, do I saw. I saw you on the plane. I mean, you know, <laughs> how do you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. talk about that concept of being able to live off of points yeah. opposed to, or, or, or like the like the reason why debit cards are the the worst thing you could do with, the worst thing okay. you could do with money, in, in my in my estimation, yep, yep. is spend your own money and yep. use debit cards. Yeah, using debit cards, and there's no offense to nobody, Ash, yeah. but using debit cards, that's a poverty mindset. Mm. Using credit cards, that's a wealth mindset. Yeah. Because when we use our debit card, we can't build credit. Yeah. So why would I use my debit card if it's not going to help me build credit? Yeah. It's called a credit score. I need to build credit. Yeah. So if everywhere I go, these people are essentially judging me based upon my credit score, if I use a debit card, if I'm not building credit, that doesn't make sense. Mm. If I use a debit card and I lose my debit card and somebody start using my money, that's my real hard-earned money. Yeah. It's like, why would I want to risk my money? Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. And then if I use my debit card, like you just stated, I'm not getting no cash back and no reward points. Yeah. So I'm not getting no, no type of investment or no type of return on the investment of money that I'm spending on the debit card. But if I use my credit card, I'm protecting my money in the bank because if I lose my credit card, that's their money. It's not mine. Yep. Why do I care, right? Mm -hmm. I can sleep peacefully at night if I lose my credit card. But that debit card, it ain't, it ain't the same type of feeling. It's yeah. like, yo, I'm having a, a panic attack, right? Yeah. Then if I use my credit card, I'm building credit. Yeah. Then as I'm building credit, as I'm using credit and paying it off, I'm building more credit. Then guess what I do? Every 90 days, I ask the, the bank, I say, hey, let me get a limit increase. I've been using this card up. I got some more shopping to do. Then they increase my limit, which means that now my credit card utilization go down, which my score goes up some more. Make mm -hmm. it make sense, right? right? Then every time I use this American Express Business Platinum card, and I ain't going to get it to the perks because, I mean, I'm walking straight through the airport. I'm sitting in the, an executive lounge, eating good, mm -hmm. drinking good. Mm -hmm. It's all free on American mm -hmm. Express. I appreciate you, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm getting cash back every time I spend every single dollar on that card. Mm -hmm. So I teach a concept to my mentees called manufacturer spending, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a concept where I teach them how to create passive income as long as they got a credit card that's got cash back and reward points. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're talking about the points, and we're talking about points. We talk about teaching people how to how to go out and literally have a concept to where you're spending money, because we're gonna spend money anyway. Anyway. We're gonna spend anyway. it anyway. Yeah. But along with the money that you're gonna spend anyway, yeah. teaching you another concept that you can use, that you can actually create passive income from. Yeah. So now we got we got a revolving uh, bank of money that's coming in. Coming in. So you yeah. know that it, it just it just makes sense. People don't understand, they don't know it because again, this is just education. Yeah. You know, again, like like Neil always tell me, our biggest expense in life is what we don't know. Don't know. Facts. And so yeah. if we don't don't we don't know it, we can't grow it. That's yeah. it. It's all yeah. good. And it's so crazy because 
Think about this concept, right? And so anybody who's who's listening, think about this concept. Um, you're gonna spend money on groceries. You're gonna spend money on gas. Yep. You're gonna do laundry or whatever the case may be. You know, you know, both my kids go to private school. Yep. I charge my my kids tuition on private school. As you I mean, should. I, I charge my, my kids tuition on my credit card. I do gas on credit. I do yep. everything on anything that they allow me to do credit. I'm doing credit yep. because. The truth of the matter is that I'm going to have to pay for these things anyway. Yep. And so anybody who's hearing us say this, we're not saying to use credit cards irresponsibly, correct, correct. right? And to buy things that you don't need. Don't go, I mean, if you're gonna buy the clothes anyway, then do it. Mm -hmm. But don't don't go and buy, you know, buy stuff that you don't need. No, yep. use the credit card for the things you, you were gonna spend money on anyway. Yep. That money that's in that bank account that you was gonna spend it, use that to pay off the credit card. Correct. And then now once you use that to pay off the credit card, if you have a, a, a good, you know, credit card, and I mean I know we keep saying Amex, but there's others out there because Amex ain't giving us no check. Right. So I know we keep saying Amex. Amex do us right. right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I ain't gonna even say no day. Right. Yeah. You got other cards out there that give you points. Yeah. And then when you pay, when you pay it back, yeah. now all of a sudden you get points from those. And then now the money that you was gonna you know, spend anyway now has given you money yep. and now you can live passively. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So I, I I love that. And so right now, somebody has bad credit, they're trying to get their credit you know, to, to the right space. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing they do? They need to get they need to get with a credit repair expert yeah. immediately. Yeah. They have to because, like I just said, they're they're in a situation to where every decision that they're making on a day-to-day -day basis is costing them money. Yeah. Like we're trying to send kids to college. If that's what they choose to do, we're trying to save money. We're trying to eradicate and eliminate debt. Again, if you have good credit and you can get the cash back and reward points like we just talked about, if you're going to spend the money anyway, that means that if you're spending the money and you're getting these points back, you could cash those in for, let's just say, gift cards, right? Mm. And you can take them gift cards and now you can pay off a, a utility bill or you can eliminate some debt that you may have had sitting there or you may, you may be owe somebody, you made some bad decisions as a as a younger individual. Now you need to, you need to pay these people back. Yeah. It's just a situation to where if anybody has bad credit, they need to start with credit repair first. Yeah. They need to start there first. And as they build, they need to get with somebody too that can actually educate them. Yeah. Because if not, if they don't have that mindset to understand that, okay, I made these decisions, uh, how can I avoid them and not make them again? They need somebody that's going to educate them through the process of understanding that this is how you got into this situation. This is how we're going to get you out of it. And then these are the things that you need to do on a going forward basis so that way you can stay away from making these costly decisions. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, said, you said something about like mindset and, and, mm -hmm. and making decisions. How do you help somebody change the mindset that, like credit card is not free money, right? And mm -hmm. because I mean, I'll put myself on, on blast when I first started getting credit. I, I was I was thinking it's free money, <laughs> right? And so I'm overspending because yeah. oh, it's just a credit card. But now when that bill come in, and now yeah. you can't pay, you know what I'm saying? So how do you change that mindset so that people you know view credit in the right way? Yeah, I think that um, mindset has to be changed and altered based upon coaching. Mm. I think that again, if you get with somebody that can actually coach you through understanding how we got in this position and how we're going to get out of it, I think that that's the piece that's critical. Uh, because you, again, like you said, most people they'll hear this and they'll say, "Well, they're telling me to go get a credit card, and they're telling me to just use the money in the credit card." 
That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that based upon your spending habits, spend the money on the credit card and then take the money that's in the bank and pay it back. Right. We're not saying like maybe, like I did, I'm going to be honest, I did. I made bad decisions when I first got introduced to credit because there was no real foundational education in regards to the introduction credit for me. And so when I got it, I just I just spent, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how it worked, right? And so then now you're in a situation where if you don't understand payment cycle, if you don't understand due date, now your, your payment cycle is jacked up. You're not paying stuff back on time. Now you got missed payments. Now your credit score is taken to hit everybody looking at you like yo you got all these mispayments we don't want to do business with you right. right so again a person just has to really be coached on the understanding of how credit works in itself so that way they can have the proper mindset on a going forward basis to in order to navigate and handle credit the right way yeah yeah talk to me right you know Dion is now you know at a space where grew up not knowing who his dad was yeah. had to figure things out himself now he's a multi seven figure earner parent husband, doing the right thing. If Dion could go back to his 18-year-old self, what, what what advice is Dion today giving young Dion? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, man, um, the enemy is the enemy. Oh, you know what I mean? And so the enemy is the enemy. Yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have probably educated myself more on credit, mm. to be honest. Yeah. I would have educated myself more on financial literacy and the understanding of how money really works. Yeah. I would have educated myself more on business. Mm. I would have honestly um probably changed some things in regards to my environment. I I think that the biggest piece on me getting to where I'm at is the fact that I I made a lot of sacrifices, Ash, mm. in regards to my environment. You know, we you know we always talk about auditing our circle. Um, the people that I grew up with now, um, and I and I learned this later in life is not the same people that I hang with. And mm. we we talk about twenty and thirty year friends that yeah. they not here yeah. and they not here because I just had a I had a moment with myself that I couldn't I could no longer stay in those type of environments to talk about the same stuff and wake up every day and chase the same you know unforgotten dreams. It was just like you know what, yo, I want something totally different. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, I was like, you know what? The whole time, I realized it was on me. Mm. It's been on me this whole time. Yeah. And so I just really had to make some different changes to get where I'm at. And this is, that's that's part of the reason why I just recently relocated to, you know, to the state of Georgia, because I said, man, I understand that there's power in proximity. Yeah. And I know that if I change my environment, it's going to help with, I already have a, a strong mindset. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing nobody can say to me that's going to throw me off. Like, you can forget about it. Not even the wife. Mm -hmm. Like, she know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have in-depth conversations. But, you know, I'm so focused on my goals and my dreams. You can't talk me out of it. Yeah. But at the exact same time, if I could go back and tell my 18-year-old self something or anything, it's just, yo, like, educate yourself on some of the stuff that you really didn't know that now I'm learning later in life. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, the individuals out there that, you know, maybe watching this and they got bad credit or they made some credit mistakes, don't let don't let that, like, be a part of what, you know, determines your future. Like, you got it, yeah, right? Yeah. But the reality is that if you're hearing this and you're listening to this, you got to put yourself in a position to where start educating yourself on some of the stuff that we're talking about and some of the concepts in regards to money and credit and financial literacy that we're bringing up because, trust me, it's, it's going to come to you sooner or later. Yeah. And we, we got we to gotta all deal with it at some point in time. Yeah. And so the 18-year-old me, I wish that, you know, I could have took ownership sooner. Yeah. And I wish that I could have took just the understanding of how money works in financial literacy and credit that much more, you know, serious sooner than later. Yeah, 100%. Nah, I love that. I love that. And so talk to us a little bit about, like, some of the money moves you made, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what would you say is the most extravagant thing you've, you've uh, you know, done with money? So <laughs> oh, man. When I, uh, last year I had my first 100K month, mm -hmm. and I, I said, I'm going by IA. Mm. And that just... 
I mean, to most people, they're like, yo, that don't even make sense. And to me, it don't make sense because I know how money works yeah. and I know that cars depreciate, but it's just a, it was just a, a moment where it's like, yo, you deserve this. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, cause my wife, she always, my wife gets on me all the time. She say, why you don't never spend none of your money? Yeah. She spends all the money, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't like, I just- Why you don't join me? Yeah, why you don't? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to make sure the kids is good. Right. I want to, like, I got to take care of my babies. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't grow up privileged. Right. You know, and like the way that my kids grow up, like, it, that brings me joy. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. way that my wife, she gets to relax all day and chill and yeah. not have a worry and don't have to go to work. Yeah. That brings me joy. Yeah. You know, so for me, that was probably the most extravagant thing that I've done, yeah. like literally in my whole life, is yeah. when it bought a car that cost six figures. I'm yeah. like, yo, I deserve this. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me go and get that. Right, and my right. wife was happy. She thought it was, yeah, you would have yeah, thought yeah. it was her car. Right, right, Cause right. I don't I do not do nothing. Right. I don't shop, I don't really do a whole lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a basic guy. Like, yeah. as long as I'm good, as long as my family, my kids is good, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. And so what would you say is the most impactful thing you've done with money? The most impactful thing that I've done with money, probably take the majority of the money that I make and I reinvest it back into my business to mentor and coach and develop other individuals. Mm, like I'm always just focused on what can I do next to motivate and inspire the next individual because I look up to individuals and you know, it's like, I, I feel like I'm getting to a point to where people are looking at me yeah. because they've always looked at me, but it's now, like you said, now getting to like taking it to a whole nother level, yeah. you know, having hundreds of thousands of people looking at you and watching you and being motivated and inspired by you. My thing is I want to see how I can help somebody. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I take my money, I take the money that I earn, and I put it back into mentorship. I put it back into coaching. Like I support another coach. Like, right. I, like somebody, like if I, like you come out with an ebook, I'm buying it, yeah. and I'm gifting it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I can give the most impact and bring the most value to the community as possible. Yeah. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about the people. Yeah. So my thing is, when I when I get a hold of money, I'm trying to figure out how can I reinvest it to be impactful to somebody. So that way, when I leave, the people say that was a good guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good guy. And 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 honestly, I think. That that people don't understand that the fastest way to get blessed is to bless others, right? And so, yeah, so yeah. even in that mindset, yeah. you're not even almost, you are guaranteeing yeah. that the blessings continue to circulate, yeah. right? Because yeah. you don't get what you want, yeah. you get what you are. Yeah, yeah. If you're a blessing, you'll get blessings. Yeah, it's always a blessing to be a blessing. 100%. And, I, and I think that that's, like off the scene, man, you was talking about how we met and yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And it just kind of so happened that everything happened the way it's supposed to happen. Like, yeah. I gravitated towards Neo because I kind of saw myself in him. Mm -hmm. You know, God-fearing and mm -hmm. just, you know, being a family man and things of that nature. And I yeah. said, that's, like, I like, I like, I aspire that, right? Yeah. And so for me, when I when me and you met, it was through the Neo connection. Right. And so when I, I said, man, Ash is a good, he's grounded. Mm -hmm. Like, he's got a good spirit about himself. And so, mm -hmm. again, it's just, when you when you're a blessing, yeah. like I, I know when I, I know when somebody being a blessing yeah. and you that type of person. And so it, that's why, you know, the, the energy is just, it's natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. natural. So we're gonna do our lightning round. And so what we do is we're inside the vault. Mm -hmm. And so we take bank terms and we flip them, okay. you know, for our audience, for our insiders. Um, and so the first word we're gonna use is deposit slip, right? Okay, okay. Uh, a deposit slip, you walk into the bank, you fill out the deposit slip and you're putting money inside of the bank. Yep. But here inside the vault, a deposit slip is a money mistake, a slip up, right? A, a, money, a money slip, right? What is the biggest deposit slip that you've made so far in your journey. Wow, that's that's key. So what's basically the biggest slip up that I've made? 
I think just really like just being naive to business partners and not really understanding, you know, not everybody is 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 for you, mm. you know, and so mm. if they're not for you, they may be against you, and mm. I just not really paying attention to signs and and understanding that again, like I said, that my environment is key, yeah. you know, and like we don't understand it, we think that we think that it's a joke. I think that outside of that mistake, it's really understanding and, and looking at myself and saying, yo, like. You are you are the go-to guy, and you've been that guy for a while. Yeah, like you you've been that guy for a while. Why won't you go outside of this environment or go outside of the circle that you currently like that you that you're talking to every single day and go find some hitters and some people that's really making some moves like yourself? Mm -hmm. So for me, I think that that was probably my biggest costly mistake is mm -hmm. just staying in the same environment for a year after yeah. year because you know the, like the most expensive thing is being in the same place you was last year. Mm -hmm. And That's, so for years and years, I'm trying. I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh right, yeah, cool. I'm making a lot of money. And, you know, everybody like, oh, you know. But it wasn't really getting me nowhere. Yeah. Like, I, if I'm not around like the Ash Cash and the Nehemiah Davises and the Him Five Hundreds and the Alex, like, if I'm not surrounded by these people, or if I'm not trying to chase after these people, then what am I really doing? Yeah. That's a mistake. <laughs> Word number two, charge off. Right, mm -hmm. you know what a charge off yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we gonna explain for the people, you know, a charge off. You borrow money from the bank, you don't yeah. pay the money back. The yeah. bank, the bank's trying to get the money, but eventually they're like, you know what? We are gonna charge this off. Uh, but for us inside the vault, a charge off is about you know what type of people or mindsets did you have to charge off in Ooh. order to you know get to where you are right now? Oh, we yeah, I, I think we kind of touched on this yeah, <laughs> a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like the mindset is just really um understanding that, you know, whatever you put your mind to, you can do. Like, yeah. it's it's really, like, you talk about abundance all of the time, and yeah. I love it because that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Like, people need to understand that, you know, we were all made special, yeah. and we all have a gift, yeah. and we have to work within our gift. The word said, if you, if, if you make room for your gift, like, like if you make room for it, it's going to make room for you. Yeah. You just have to really operate within your gift. Yeah. And so for me, I think for a long time, because uh, I've been in sales for a while, yeah. and being in sales, I think that I was... I'm like, you know, I'm good at this, yeah. but it wasn't really my gift. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't really my gift. And just, you know, teaching people and coaching and motivating, you know, and inspiring other people and just really giving back and pouring value into other people, mm. that's really my gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's 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 what I would say. Yeah. All right, bet. Last but not least, ATM, right? Yeah. Uh, ATM, you know, automated teller machine. You put your card in, you yeah. know, you get the money out. But for us, ATM means another teachable moment. You dropped so many bars here today, brother. <laughs> uh, but I need one more, man. I need you to look in that camera. Give us one more teachable moment. What do you want our people to walk away with? What you want them to know? Yeah. They're going to be like, yo, Dion dropped yeah, some yeah. bars, yeah. man. Give us another teachable moment. What I would definitely say is that, um, you know, I'm here today with Ash Cash because I made a lot of sacrifices. So my question would be to everybody is, what are you willing to give up to go up? That's my question. Um, you got to be willing to sacrifice. Like I, like I literally at the drop of a dime. Like I met Nehemiah Davis last year, October, and you know I told myself I was very serious about my future. I was very serious about taking care of my family and really truly getting to that next level. And he said, "Well, listen." He said, "If you're really serious," he said, "You need to be in that environment." He said, "You need to go ahead and you need to relocate and come to Georgia." Here we are, six months later. I'm here. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't question it. I didn't. I said, "I think that this is the path that I need to go down." I had the conversation with, you know, the wife. I told her what we were going to do. And so we just really started to work in alignment with, you know, what it is that we wanted to do, what our goal was, which is to take the family and relocate to Georgia. And I would tell y'all this too. As you're willing to give some things up and you're willing to sacrifice to get to that next level, what I will say is this. Start telling everybody about it. Mm. A lot of people keep the best things that potentially or possibly could happen to you. They keep them to themselves. Yeah. 
Like I'm like I'm gonna tell if I tell Ash, yo, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make twenty million this month. Right. I gotta go. I gotta write that thing down. Right. I gotta tell the family. I gotta go tell Ash Cash about it too. Right. So when I decided that I was gonna relocate to Georgia, I said, Neil, consider it done. Yeah. He said, When you gonna do it? I told him when I was gonna do it. Mm. I did it before I was actually gonna mm. do it. Yeah. I told him this year October, mm. and I ended up getting here. I think this year April. Right. I've been here like thirty days, mm. and he was like, Man, you ain't you ain't. You ain't, you like, you're not joking. I yeah. said, bro, I'm running the play. So I told him I was gonna do it. I wrote it down, told the wife, I started telling everybody I was moving to Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, when you leave? I said, soon as possible. Mm. Started planning, started putting everything together. Because most people, man, when they, when they really want something, they be, they be afraid that it's too big. Mm. They not really gonna accomplish it. They don't wanna tell nobody because they're afraid of embarrassment. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Mm. Like I said, yo, I'm gonna get here. I'm going to do it. This is what I'm going to do about it. And then before that actual day, actually, because I, I I got it done. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just want to encourage everybody to be willing to sacrifice and be willing to give something up to go up. Mm. It, it was uncomfortable for me to yeah. go from where I was used to. I've been there 30 plus years right. to now be in a whole nother state. Yeah. Like I had to hit the reset button, refigure it. I ain't got no friends around, no, yeah. no family around. Like yeah. it's just me and yeah. the fam. Yeah. And immediate fam. That's right. it. Right. Like I, I and this. That's it. And if that ain't if that ain't uncomfortable, I don't know what is. Right. And people right. got to be willing to get, you know, be uncomfortable. Like you got to yeah. get uncomfortable to be comfortable yeah. to get where you're really trying to go. So that's what I would say, Ash. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's it, bro. Yo, what are you willing to give up to go up? That's the bar of the show. Dion, dominate the decade. Let's go. Um, I know you got a gift for our people, man. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah, talk to our insiders, man. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. So this is what I'm going to do for everybody today. I'm going to give you guys a copy of my ebook. It's called Quick Credit Reference Guide. What this book does is it gives you the opportunity to understand how your personal credit profile needs to be structured. So on a personal on a business side, you can go and get approved for any and everything, right? Instead of, you know, applying for stuff and getting to the client. It's also going to show you how to build your actual business and build business credit. So it's going to teach you how to literally build a business from scratch, start your LLC the right way, the actual place that you need to go to register your business. Everything is going to be inside of this book and it's going to teach you how to build business credit. All you got to do is text free credit to 74121. Text free credit to 74121. I'm going to get you guys all that copy. And it's just for Ash Cash having me on the show today. I just want to bless, you know, the community with that gift, brother. My brother, I appreciate you. Listen, yo, insiders, I'm telling you, like I, like I promised, you know what I mean? Thing ain't live. Right? Like I, like I said, man, y'all gonna have to watch this over and over again. A lot of gems have been dropped. A lot of information. You know he's from Chicago, so he talk fast. <laughs> so slow it down. But make sure y'all tap in with DR. Uh, if they wanted to connect with you, yep. you know, where can they follow you? Where can they find yep, you? Yep, yeah. Definitely. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Phenomenal Power. That's at Mr. Phenomenal way it's spelled and power the way it's spelled, all one word. You can find me on Facebook at Dion Coopwood, just my regular government name, brother. And that's where they can find me at. Brother, brother, I appreciate, I appreciate you. You, you kept bro. your word. You said you going to flame this up. <laughs> you kept your word, y'all. This, this is fire. We are closing out the vault. Another awesome episode. Make sure y'all visit our website, InsideTheVaultShow.com. Follow us on all social media platforms at inside the vault. Matter of fact, I need you to text the word insiders to 646-687-4152. We got something special for all of you insiders who are tapped in with us on a weekly basis. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you for sharing the word, for reviewing the podcast, for, you know, you know, subscribing, all of that good stuff. 
Make sure you follow me uh, at I Am Ask Cash on all social media platforms. And I'm going to see y'all next time in God's will. Same time, same place, inside the vault. The greatest money mindset show on the planet. All right, y'all. Peace.